0: Worship you in the beauty of holiness. And even as we look to your word, Lord, speak to us, change us, transform us, make us the people you want us to be. For we pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Please be seated. I bring greetings from the city Mathoma Church to Reverend Vinod Victor and all the parishioners. It's a privilege to be sharing with all of you, my brothers and sisters. I will read the gospel portion on which we are going to look at God's word this morning. And I would like to read it again. John chapter 21 verses 15 to 19. This is the last chapter of this gospel so when they had died, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon son of Jonah, Lovest thou me more than these? Saith unto him, Yea Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again the second time, Simon son of Jonah, Lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou now knowest all things, thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Be my sheep. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, when thou wast young, Thou girdest thyself and walkest whither thou wouldst, but when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee and carry thee whither thou wouldst not. This faith he signified by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said unto him, Follow me. The Apostle Peter is one of the great stories of a changed life. In the Bible. Peter was originally Simon. Jesus was the one who changed his name to Peter of Petrarch or Petra our Hindi, which also means stone and literally means rock. From a weed, a weak man, he becomes a rock. From a man of strange contradictions, his confession becomes the rock on which Jesus built his church. Peter was the most outspoken of the 12 apostles. When you go through the four gospels, you realize that. He was born around 1 BC and was martyred around AD 67. He was a Galilean fisherman and was the brother of Andrew. Their village was Beth, Saida. Beth in Arabic means home, and Saida means fish, so the house of fish. Peter was married, as you know. He was a follower of John the Baptist. With his brother Andrew, he was the first disciple to be called. Now there's something peculiar about fishermen The first century. They were very rough, unkempt and shallowly dressed, hardly went to school or study, but they were full of vigor and had a boisterous temper. This is why James and John, the other fishermen, were called the sons of Thunder in Mark chapter 3, verses 17. Fishing was a very physically demanding job. They must have been fearless too because some of the storms that come upon the sea of Galilee, and I have experienced it when I went to Israel, can be fierce and furious and it would capsize the boats. When Jesus told Peter and Andrew and their calling follow me, they walked away and left everything they had without a second thought chapter 5, verses 8 to 11. Remember, Peter left his boats, his nets, the accessories, his family to follow Jesus. He was tossed from certainty to uncertainty. How many today would be willing to leave their own business or profession to follow someone that had simply asked them to follow him? Peter, like all humans, before they called him, was a sinful man. In this episode on the seashore, we see, we see Jesus' transformational love to Peter. Verse 14 says, this is the third time Jesus showed himself to his disciples after the resurrection. Do you love him? Remember, in the period around the crucifixion, Peter had denied Jesus thrice. Peter was hurting inside, and the Gospels tell us he wept bitterly when he realized that he had betrayed his Lord's confidence. In this incident, Jesus was giving Peter the opportunity. The relationship and declare his loyalty to his Lord. If we look at 1 John chapter 2 and verse 16, we like to look at 1 John 5 16. It tells us the enamorance of the world which make us go astray when we follow the Lord Jesus. And I read that verse. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world. Probably the scripture is telling us that it is these three things that make Peter deny Jesus. The first thing is the lust of the flesh or the carnal desires in all of us. The second thing is the lust of the eyes or the selfish, self-seeking ambition. And the third point is the pride of life or the, or the desire to display our form, power and grandeur. And it's exactly these three things which take us away from our Lord in today's world. It is interesting that as soon as Peter answers Jesus, each time he says, feed the lambs. The second time he says, feed the sheep. And the third time he sees, he says, feed the sheep. So there is even a progression in the the growth of the flock that Peter is called upon to look after lambs represent immature Christians in our home and the sheep represent, represent people who have seen a fair bit of life. Peter requested that he be crucified upside down because he did not desire to die like the Lord. Tradition says that he dictated the book of Mark. He wrote the Acts of the Apostles and the first and second Epistle of Peter. A weakling, an impulsive man, a very proud man, easily, easily gets angry this end of his life. As a result of his following the law and the work of the Holy Spirit in his life, we see how he is transformed and he becomes like a malleable substance in God's hand, so that God can mold it into a vessel meant for use in His household. There is an old saying: Nature molds us reforms us, school informs us, Christ transforms us. All these phases of development can be seen in Peter's life. After the Pentecostal baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is described in Acts chapter 2, he became a rock, fulfilling the prophecy of Jesus in John five transformations we see in Peter's life as a result of the work of the Holy Spirit it is number one, he is given wisdom to instruct and attend. chapter 33, verses 1-9, to bring the sinner to repentance, God has called us to be watchmen for the community and to bring them to repentance and confession of our Lord Jesus Christ. The second thing that the Holy Spirit does in Peter's life is he is given boldness and courage. And again I have a verse for that, Acts chapter 4, verse 13 and also 19 and 20 in the same chapter. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And verse 19 says, Peter and John answered and said unto them whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God judge me for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen uh, when the Holy Spirit enters our life and we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our life we will not compromise with the world, we will be so strong in our faith that we will stand up for the Lord in our workplace, we will not fall into the wiles of the wicked one that will make us compromise because the Holy Spirit gives us holiness and the way the Holy Spirit gave it to Peter. The third point is the Holy Spirit gave him power. He is given power to heal with his shadow. This is the most amazing thing that while they were ministry in Judea, at one point, it says in Acts chapter five, verse fifteen, in so much that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. So great was the power of. the Holy Spirit in Peter's life that the shadow could heal the sick. The fourth point is the Holy Spirit has given him prayer power that he would raise the from the dead. Acts 9 verse 40 says Acts 9 verse 40 says but Peter put then all four and kneeled down and prayed and turning him to the body said, Tabitha Kumi, means arise and she opened her eyes and when she saw Peter she sat up. This is a woman who might be serving the Christian community in the city of Joppa and Lida and suddenly she died and all the people were so upset because you know she used to pray to clothes for people and she was so sacrificial and then the people all came to Peter and said please bring her back to life and Peter sends everybody out of the room and by the power of our Lord Jesus Christ he raised this woman back from the so this is the prayer power that the Holy Spirit gives all of us to that we can raise people from I have an experience to share about this. About 20 years ago, wearing my shoes and the anesthetist and the surgeon are telling me They have not put the life to the area but when they gave him the anesthetic and intubated it and tried to inflate the balloon which pushes air into his lungs, Three balloons have broken and they showed me the balloons and uh, no pairs And then they're saying that, this is be going for, me. for those 20 minutes, and there's no I literally, like, there I am, uh, said the lightning prayer to the Lord, and I said, Lord, my pastor, He was cancelled, we shifted into the ICU, it was put on a ventilator, and we watched him slowly his family was improving. And guess what? He's So, the fact that Peter by his prayer power could raise Tabitha is an experience you and I as Christians have had even today. The last point is, he is given the Holy Spirit to baptize people. And the verse for that is Acts chapter 10 verses 44. While Peter yet speak these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all of them which heard the word. When we speak from God's word and when we are transformed by the Holy Spirit on a daily basis, when we speak forth His word, the Holy Spirit will work in people's hearts, and change the hardest hearts and transform them. So the five transformational events in Peter's life are he was given wisdom. He was given boldness, he was given power to heal with the shadow, he was given prayer power to raise the dead, and he was given the gift of baptizing people with the Holy Spirit. The New Testament attributes so many miracles to Peter. Acts chapter 3 verse 7, it says, The lame man was cured, and the young people know, the song that we all sing. Silver and gold have I done, but such as I have by me, in lead, the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. This is one example of a miracle that Peter performed. Ananias and Sapphira dropped. Society in support the Christian. That's the reason why God calls us a watchman on the wall. Acts 5:15 says, "Many people were healed by his shadow." And in Acts 9:34 it says, Enias who had a stroke and was bedridden for eight years, was healed instantly by the prayer." of a man who was a weakling was towards the later part of his ministry was able to do so many miracles. Jesus transforms people. You only have to allow him. The restless demoniac became a quiet disciple. John, the vindictive Jew, becomes the apostle of love who wrote John's gospel and Revelation. The woman of Samaria, who had five husbands, becomes a transmitter of God's goodness. Saul, the bloodthirsty persecutor, becomes Paul, the tender hearted brother. The cold hearted Philippian jailer becomes a sympathetic friend. So there are so many examples in our Bible. Of people have been transformed by the power of Christ. Philippians 4:13 says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." And First Timothy 1:12 says, "And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me for that He could He counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry." We need to realize that this is a calling on our lives that we have to stand up for Jesus and speak for him so that our society, our community, our parish will be transformed. I will end with two stories. The first story is of Laura Schulz. Things that God wants me to do, have I wasted my life? And do you know what happens? Nora Schulz goes back to university and she gets a degree in, in geology and becomes a professor at the local college. In 1952, Florence Chadwick wanted to swim California's shoreline. She had already been the first woman to cross the English Channel. Once she began her journey across the water, her fear got the better of her. Scared of sharks. Fighting the fog and the chilly weather and the water, she told the boat beside her she wanted to quit she had already been swimming for 15 hours, was exhausted and was ready to throw in the tub. Her mother tried to encourage her, telling her she was close, but she panicked and Florence came She later told the reporter, all I could see was the fall. I think if I could have seen the show, I would have made it. In reality, she was very close to the shore when she quit. Fortunately, she was successful at her next attempt and has set an example for generations to come. If you remember the story of Peter seeing Jesus walking on the water, he jumps out of the water. As long as he keeps looking at Jesus, he stays afloat. As soon as he diverts his attention from the Lord Jesus, he starts singing. So this is what the transformational experience of being in fellowship with our Lord and the Holy Spirit is about. When we look at him who is the author and finisher of our faith, we will be able to run our race steadfastly so that we can claim the prize and the award. Lord bless his and bless all of you. Thank you, Dr. for the wonderful.